I'm Loza. I'm Isaias. And this is Light and Love with Loseas, the podcast. We're a young married couple living in Los Angeles. Walking by faith and doing so transparently. Our hope is that this podcast leaves you feeling inspired as we explore matters of light, love, and life. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. What up? Welcome to the first episode of Light and Love with Loseas, the podcast. Finally. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time coming. We've had um, a lot of thoughts and plans and desires to create this podcast. But, you know, life. And so <laughs> we're finally getting a chance to I would say I've, share I've probably, our thoughts. I've probably been the hold up, I would say. Not necessarily. I mean, we had two kids and then so... <laughs> so um, for long, those- long story short, Lose has been trying to do this for a while. She's been trying to rope me in. I've been reluctant, <laughs> but I think we finally come to a place where we are okay with doing this as long as it's not a uh, like, hey, we're here to try to teach you anything type of situation. It's more of, mm-hmm. hey, these are the things that we are learning in real time and we're willing to let you in on what we're trying to discover and unpack in real time yeah i think a big part of our even individual and collective journeys has been sharing our journeys transparently um transparency breeds freedom i always say that and i always feel like i don't know just you see people's highlight reels you see the things that are going well for people but very few people are willing to show you the behind the scenes the good the bad and the ugly parts of what um, pursuing dreams looks like, what um, doing everyday life looks like. Um, And I think having, I don't know. And trying to do that in a way that is true to yourself, but then also still honoring to God, really. Like trying to do it in a way that still aligns with what, you know, we would believe is what God wants and expects of us. Uh, but still trying to live in this world and do it in a way that's like, you know, like just trying to trying to coexist meaningfully. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, there's a powerful statement to be in the world, but not of the world. Right? right. And so I think everybody has a different interpretation of what that looks like. And what does it mean to be culturally involved yet still set apart for right. a divine purpose? And so that's been something that, you know, um, we are all kind of learning from each other. And the greatest ob- example we have, obviously, is Jesus. But it's hard to take an exact like, snapshot of what his culture and this culture looks like and to mix the two. But, um, yeah, we're just we're doing it this way, trying to be led by the Spirit, see what that looks like, and um, inviting you guys in on the journey. Yeah. So that's why we're here. And so this is episode number one. Woo! How exciting. Um, Yeah, so for those of you guys that are not aware of just a brief overview of our story, I'm Loza, um, and I am a pharmacist by trade. I just recently put in my two-week notice after leaving maternity. Wow, wow. How did that feel? Being on maternity leave. Um, So I've been a pharmacist for eight years, and I put in my notice just to kind of Take a pause, right? Um, No, I said, how did that make you feel when you did that? Oh, good. I mean, good, scared, anxious, all of the above, right? This is all I've ever known for so long. Um, And leaving that and (laughs) the stability that comes with that, I'm such a 
type A black and white person. That's what makes me a good pharmacist, I'd like to think. Um, but yeah. This is not just any pharmacist. This is Walgreens Pharmacist of the Year. You're huh? being dramatic. And I don't say that. I'm, I'm not even like exaggerating when I say that. She was literally nominated as the, it was the Pinnacle Award, the Pinnacle Employee Pharmacist nationally. Yeah, so this you're, you're you're talking you're in the presence of yeah, the best pharmacist in pretty much the planet <laughs> when you extrapolate the fact that the United States probably has the best pharmacy set up. So. Oh, you're nice. Um, yeah, it, I mean, by to God's glory, that ended up being the case. Um, and so a lot of people are like, "Girl, why are you leaving?" You know. Um, but I feel like, yeah, the assignment was understood. Was to not just do my job excellently, but to serve my patients, to serve my employees, um, to serve my colleagues well. And I just kind of felt the nudge and the inspiration to move on. And I think that that kind of brings us to this topic of what that even looks like to like now be in a space where we're walking by faith while also wondering, did I just make the craziest most foolish decision of my life right the principles of life mean like you work you sow seeds you reap those seeds what is like the intersection of walking by faith while also still being pragmatic and kind of living in this world and excelling in this world i don't know maybe you can give us some insight as to what that looked like for you isaiah's kind of seeing me step out knowing that collectively we got the same bank account you know what i mean (laughs) Oh, what's the exact question? That, you know, what is this, like, what did it look like for you? What did it feel like for you knowing that I'm taking this step out in faith, but does it align pragmatically? Does it align um, with the principles of life where input equals output? Yeah. Are I, we I li- foolish for yeah, doing yeah, yeah. this? I like you know what I mean? I would like to introduce myself first. Oh, yeah. Me. Let's do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm Isaiah. Uh, since we're giving kind of a minor background, I started off. I graduated with a degree of econ and accounting. Um, I earned my CPA while I was at my first job, which was Deloitte and Touche, it was like an accounting and finance firm. From there, I worked in the nonprofit sector at a CDFI, where I was essentially um, using those skills, but uh, kind of on the portfolio management underwriting side. Uh, and that's kind of where I first got my start in real estate per se, it was like the finance side of real estate. And then um, from there, I uh, decided to move to London after I won a Fulbright scholarship and I studied Shakespeare there. And then from there, came back to Los Angeles where I have been um, helping people buy and sell homes, but also acting in TV and film. So that's the very condensed version, but um, to answer your question, um, yeah, it's it's scary for us because, you know, my jobs already off the bat are um, non-predictable, you know. Um, we're in a changing housing market, so that changes things. You know, TV and film, obviously, as many of you would imagine, uh, unless you are George Clooney or Brad Pitt, it's, you know, kind of hard to know exactly when your next gig is going to come. Um, but, um, you know, we, we have, we have an, an idea of where we believe we want to go. And we believe that's aligned with 
what God wants for us as well. And you know, with any good thing that, you know, is that, that we think is inspired by God, we, we know that we have to step out in faith. You know, that's like this whole thing of stepping out in faith has been kind of a hallmark of our relationship, mm-hmm. even from how we got together. And we've both decided that we want it to be uh, kind of a, a guiding compass, if, if, if you want to call it that, for the remainder of our relationship uh, for the rest of our lives. Um, yeah. 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 I think um, also for those of you guys that don't know some of our backstory, even us getting together, I had read a book called Produced by Faith by Devon Franklin. <laughs> that no, I, I read a book called Produced I by read that book. We both read that book, and I was tweeting about it or something like that, and Isaiah ended up reaching out. Anyways, long story short, that's a podcast episode in and of itself, but the book, what was so inspiring about that book by Devon Franklin, who eventually ended up marrying us because of how influential his book, his book had been in our lives, um, was this notion that like faith is, you know... You know, based off of scripture, something that you're not actually seeing, but you're believing in full confidence will happen. Um, And to live life, quote unquote, produced by faith means every outcome or everything that you see or have experienced in your lifetime has been a product of having believed for it before having seen it. Um, and even for myself, you know, I wanted a relationship that was going to be produced by faith. I wanted a relationship that was going to honor God, a man that was going to be, you know, mysterious and yet very open (laughs) and, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, and believing for God's best for me. And so, you know, I had held out on relationships or I had like let go of certain relationships preparing for this relationship Um, and now looking back, I can say that this marriage of mine or this love of mine has been produced by faith. It was a product of my faith. And so, um, the faith part is right. The believing part, you're believing in something you haven't seen, something that you're believing is God's best, something that aligns with things that are true of what God desires for you. And I think maybe the part about the principles of life, right, is like, also putting in the work right letting go and making space for this relationship of mine or um for isaiah's for example knowing that you know acting was a direction he wanted to go in making space for that by taking acting classes in preparation for something he believed god was calling him to and so um yeah we kind of find ourselves now in that season it's still very much walking in the middle of it and it actually kind of led to an interesting conversation that we were having driving earlier today uh where we were talking about how is there is there a difference between uh or is there an important distinction to be made between just walking by faith but also acknowledging like what it means to be a strategic person that like also understands the principles of life where, you know, you approach something in a meaningful way, you you plant a seed, you, you water it, you nurture it, but then also uh, how, that, how that can be similar or how that should be differentiated from just believing for something, you mm-hmm. know? And, and like, I, sometimes I, I, what I was explaining to Loza is I felt like sometimes as people who call themselves 
Christians, believers, sometimes will just kind of lean into the faith component of things to the point where it neglects the things that you just have to do. There, there's a practicality to faith also, mm-hmm. you know. It's not just blind by nature where you just hope and wish for something to work out. You, you have to be able to back it up with certain things that also align with the principles of life. You have to put in work and so on. And, um, you know, we were just really trying to parcel that out to, to really understand what that difference is and when that ma- difference matters. Because sometimes, you know, the faith alone is, is enough, but that I think for most things, there has to be a certain degree of preparation and work and like true devotion and understanding of something to see it come to pass. Yeah. I think, I mean, scripturally speaking, I'm a firm believer that scripture and like the word of God reveals what we are, life reveals what has been demonstrated to be true in the word of God. And a lot of those principles of life are not exclusive from the truth of God, you know? So, you know, you reap what you sow. That's something that exists on both both elements, you know? But I think, you know, scripture also tells us like, Faith without works is dead. Yeah, that's absolutely true, right? If you're not working and putting the work behind what you're actually believing for, then do you actually really believe it's going to happen? Another example. You know what I mean? Another example. The book of Curtis says, what goes around comes around. (laughs) Curtis Jackson, 50 Cent. You know what I'm saying? It's it's funny, though. A lot of people think that's in the Bible. Yeah, that's Kind of almost got me for a second. No, it's not true. For those of you who are listening, it's not. It's not. It's just a a joke. Um, um, but yeah, I think that that, that idea is, um, it's important that I think the, the working component is demonstrated, it demonstrates and further proves the faith, you know, to have the faith without the work doesn't make sense. Um, and that for me has been an integral part of my life in the workforce, right? Being a believer in the workforce in a corporate setting is, you know, believing for greater opportunities but also hustling like it totally depends on me and waiting for those opportunities to come so when they do come why 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 hustle like it depends on you does it depend on you because at the end of the day what happens if you don't hustle like it depends on you then you're not gonna see if you ain't gonna eat (laughs) then doesn't that doesn't that mean that it's really on you then not necessarily because at the end of the day the opportunities only the opportunities can come from God, in my opinion, I think that we hustle, we do these things, but you can't contrive or you can't force those moments to show up. Only the Lord can provide those things. So the opportunity you're saying is from the Lord, but how, what you do with it is up to you. You're Correct. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, excuse my French, but if you're half-assing your job on the regular and then the best opportunity shows up to, you know, level up and you're not ready for it, then... How are you going to, you know, that's an interesting way pre- to look prepare at it. yourself for that. I, and so, I, yeah, I think that's a, I, th- I think there's validity to that idea. I, I also, I'm obviously just asking the question cause I want to hear what you think about it. But I also believe that there are moments where like, I feel like God's favor can just be your God's favor can give you the grace for a certain situation, totally. uh, even despite your, your efforts, not to say that. Not to say that the effort isn't important, but um, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard to pin down. I think that's maybe why this conversation's, you know, mm-hmm. challenging to like really break down to a decimal. You know, to cement it, yeah, yeah, in any way. Um, but I think that's also the beauty of it, right? Is <laughs> if we knew it, then it wouldn't be yeah. faith, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, people, people bottle it up and sell it on the street you corner. You know what I mean? Case. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that it just taking what we do know and just trusting the nature of God and saying, you know what, what God desires for me is good. And I think it's important just to have that filter. But again, it's still, and it still is not like lost on me that it, it produces fear. It has a capacity to make you nervous, obviously, because we don't know the outcome. It's a very scary thing. Let me ask you something in light of that. Uh Do you believe that it's possible for faith and fear to live, uh, like in conjunction with one another? Are they mutually exclusive or can, can we both, can we function off faith and fear? No, fear is a very real thing in the world that we live in. It's like as a believer, it, I'm saying. Yes. And I, and as a believer, I think a lot of people be like, oh, be fearless. It's like, nah, my G, I think we're designed to operate from, you know, our flight or flight reflex is like des- by design to help us survive. Um, and as of late, something that's kind of been inspiring me and encouraging me a lot is uh, this idea that fear is always in place to yeah, maybe protect us. But there are times that fear can be extremely crippling to fulfilling the things that God has called us to. And so even now, as we are stepping, quote unquote, forward in faith, I'm, I go back to the story of like Joshua and how you know, Joshua must have been really scared to cross the Jordan River, but God kept telling him, be strong and courageous. Now, if you look at the word courageous, that means like, it's just being brave, you know? The unknown is a scary thing. And so to be full of courage is to say, you know what? I'm seeing this fear and I'm still choosing to move forward. But what's so beautiful about that passage is that, you know, he tells him, be strong and courageous for I, the Lord, your God, am with you. And as we are like in this new season for ourselves, like I'm moving forward in faith. We're moving forward in faith. Not saying that the fear isn't there, but we're addressing the fear face on and having the courage to say, you know what, we're stepping forward anyway because we don't know what's in front of us, but we know who's with us. And that get, that's the only thing that's giving me the peace as my knees are buckled and I'm like shaking and but wobbling forward. You know, forward, you know what I mean? I think, I think that was a good response to that question. But, and I think what's interesting about this also is that we found ourselves at this kind of uh, intersection more than once in our relationship mm-hmm. where we feel like we're at a crossroads that's kind of scary and we're like deter- wondering if we should move forward or not. And... Every time on the other side of that, we find, you know, hey, God's got us, you know, mm-hmm. but it's not until we actually kind of like, you know, similar to that, to that passage about crossing the Jordan. It's not until you step into the water where you'll actually see the waters part. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, That's good. So I'll, I will, uh, I'll take that to encourage us. That's, that works out. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, maybe hopefully that encourages you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our goals, and you guys can tell us what you guys think too about this, but one of our goals is to try to keep these episodes, uh, you know, within like 20 to 30 minutes, Short not, and not, sweet. not too long. Yeah. Um, give you something to listen to on the way to the grocery store or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, hopefully you found it, um, entertaining and helpful. Yeah. And 
um, it would not be lost on us to not share a sponsorship by the one and only realtor. Oh my goodness, that's <laughs> extremely, extremely important information because as you, as if you guys will come to know that every episode will be sponsored by one of our <laughs> loyal sponsors. And, and who this, is that? This episode is sponsored by Tedros Team. Tedros Team is a luxury real estate team based in Los Angeles, though we do have partnerships all across the country. So if you are looking to buy or sell or invest, reach out to Tedros Team. That's right. And if you're looking for us to vet um, good realtors in your city, feel free to reach out. Um, yeah, all, jo- all jokes aside, this, this is something that uh, I love doing because being a part of somebody's um, biggest financial transaction is a big opportunity to show why you could be trusted. And with the background that I have, I've really come to find that there's nothing better than going to bat for people who are making this huge step. So, um, you know, trust and dependability and excellence really is at the heart of um, what drives our operation. And um, yeah, we're here for you guys. Wonderful. So um, thanks for tuning in, guys. That's our first episode for you guys. As we kind of discussed a little bit of faith and fear and what that looks like on a practical level in our life anyway. Um, If you're on your own faith journey or have just any thoughts you want to share, definitely reach out to us um, on the socials. Make sure you guys are following us. Um, And if you have any ideas as to future topics that maybe we could discuss on the podcast, definitely let us know. So that's all we got for you. Until the next time. Peace.